all our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. If you didn't know, I sometimes, okay, most of the time, have trouble figuring out what I want to talk to you about. So I had a bright idea. I thought, since I'm going home for my mom's birthday, I'm going to get her to do a podcast episode with me. But then I couldn't figure out what we talk about. So I decided to ask some of my Facebook friends. And she was like, no way. Why do I have to be the guinea pig? But then she caved because she's my mom and she loves me. And she likes running her mouth too. (laughs) So she has no idea what I'm going to ask her. And I have no idea what she's going to say. So this should be very interesting. So mom, you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. Okay. (laughs) So I put on to my Facebook page a picture of us and asked my friends, what should we talk about? So I'm just going to ask you the questions that they asked me or the topics they gave me and whatever comes to mind. Okay, mom. So Joy says she wants us to talk about how much we love each other and how grateful we are to be able to hug each other. Yeah, I think that is kind of cool because most of the time we're just talking on the phone and I'm just calling you and saying, Ma, I figured it out. (laughs) But it's cool to be able to give you a big hug. What's it like for you for me to actually be here now? In the same room. Well, I wish you hadn't started with that question because I know it won't be long. You'll be leaving to go back to Georgia and I'll be sad again. So it's just very, very nice to have you next to me. And just being here is wonderful. Yeah. And that was my, one of my favorite things to be able to do to even though it was driving a very long time to be able to call you and say hey ma what you doing and then to say open up the door so I could come in so I'm glad that I was able to spend this time with you and do that so Liz wants to know what do you do to look so good I use my Mary Kay products (laughs) (laughs) I said it's good jeans, but okay, maybe it's Mary Kay. (laughs) Okay, and Kwavi, she is like, she reads all of my newsletters every Sunday. And I, I just, she reads all of them. And apparently she remembers things. So she wants us to talk about, or she wants you to talk about why you decided to participate in the Senior Olympics. Well, I decided to participate because I saw it as a challenge. Something that I've never done is participate in a swimming competition. And I was uh, recently recovering from a knee replacement. And so I just saw it as a great opportunity to just do something different and test my skills and just enjoy life yeah so you were swimming 
before all this Corona stuff, you were swimming, what, three days a week? Yes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So what kind of things are you doing now to kind of keep yourself active and in shape since you're obviously not going to the pool right now? Well, I get a lot of exercise in just around the house because I'm doing a major decluttering project. So I'm kind of all over the place, outdoors in the shed, upstairs, downstairs. I have a stationary bike, so that kind of gives me enough movement during the day. Yeah, I think so too. Since I've been sitting here working on the computer, like, you don't sit down. No, I don't. <laughs> you haven't stopped moving all day. I haven't moved all day and you haven't stopped moving. That's kind of funny. Um, Andrea says she wants you to talk about what it was like raising me and what is our relationship like now. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, raising Tavana kept me very active because I wanted to make sure that both my children were well-rounded, so I made sure they had a wide variety of activities to do uh, after school and during the summers, and so that kept me active, and I just wish you were closer to where I am, but she lives in Georgia, so I have to deal with that. Uh, she was not a difficult child. She did her homework. I didn't have to. Matter of fact, she would stay up until whatever time in the morning until she got her homework done. Sometimes it would be two o'clock in the morning because once she got to high school, she had a, a lot of advanced placement classes, which involved a lot of homework. And I never had to, you know, say, do your homework, Tavana. <laughs> <laughs> she she just was I don't want to call her a bookworm but she loved to read and she just loved learning things yeah pretty much like I am now like I'm okay with the term bookworm I love books <laughs> I just don't read them in terms of turning turn the pages anymore and then that makes a lot of sense I oh, mean yeah, I've got a whole lot of cases of books here I've enjoyed going through all of the old things from when you all were younger. A lot of books. Yeah. I think it's fun now because I know we in also in high school, like most girls do with their moms, but it heads a little bit. But I enjoy what it's like now and being able to call you and be like, Mom, I figured it out. Yes, she does that. <laughs> Quite a lot. <laughs> I mean, it might help if I figure out what the it is. So then I, you know, <laughs> I wonder, do you ever think of it like the boy who cried wolf? Thing? No, I don't. I just know that you're a person that has a lot of uh, ideas and thoughts and you need to run them by somebody that you trust. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're my biggest cheerleader. No matter what I what I call and say, I figured it out. You know, one of my new favorite things that you do is like, do I need to sit down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that, that makes me think about like, okay. So I recently crossed a major milestone in my business and hitting 100K in my business. So what was that call like for you when I called you to tell you I had figured that out? I think it was kind of like what some people do when they say drop the mic. 
is that kind of a, I don't know, but I tell you what, it just made me cry. I was just so overjoyed and happy for you. I just kept calling your name and crying and that's, I just was filled with emotion. Yeah, because I figured that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then Sonia, my, my friend, Sonia wants to know, well, she wants you to talk about how you raised me to be such a badass, which is kind of like Diana's question about the values. She wants to know the values that you instilled in me now to help me be successful as a business owner. Well, my main goal was to make sure that Tavana was exposed to a lot of different activities and different environments and different people because I believe in order to be successful, you have to be able to navigate the world. So if all you do is what's in your neighborhood and your, you know, your Sunday routine or whatever, then you don't get exposure to being away from your neighborhood. So a lot of uh, people or children and parents and students don't think about it that way sometimes. And so they'll send their child off to college not well prepared to be away from home. So it was my goal to make sure that she got as much exposure to different people, different programs, different activities, intellectual, sports, all kinds of different things to, in my opinion, make her more well-rounded and able to navigate the world. Mm -hmm. I remember those summer programs, and some of them weren't summer, they were after-school weekend programs, but I think one of the most helpful things that you did, well, one of the values was, like you said, be exposed to things, try new things, and that you always made us try it before we just automatically said, oh, I don't like that. Right. No, you had to try it first. Yeah, there was none of that, oh, I don't want to do that routine. <laughs> okay. Now, the way uh, Tavana was given options is uh, sometimes, depending on what was available, I would allow her and her brother to look through the brochure or the manual or whatever I had available that listed what was coming up that summer to see where their interests were. So they had some say in it, although I had the final say, because I had already gone through the literature and I had already uh, marked what I thought was appropriate for them, but I wanted them to get in the habit of making decisions and doing things on their own. And a lot of times what I had selected coincided with what they selected. And then the other thing was, to at back in the day you know you had to fill out paper applications hard copies so i would make copies of those and make sure that they did their own applications because i remember when i was growing up my mother used to make me fill out applications for my other sisters because i guess she felt like i would do a better job which i felt was handicapping my sisters because they needed to do their own thing and so those are some of the life's lessons that I wanted to make sure did not handicap my children. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that was one of the things that I was thinking about too. And I just remember having to fill out all of those forms and some of them were quite lengthy and you had to 
almost all of them had like a scholarship part of it. So I, I appreciated that part where like, if we couldn't necessarily afford it, it didn't mean that we couldn't go. We just had to take a few extra steps and some of it involved getting the um, recommendations from the teachers that I got to know my teachers well because they were writing these things for me and they could see what I was trying to do. So that was very helpful. Like you said, filling out my own stuff and being exposed to all these different things. I think that really was whenever somebody talks to me or asks me about it, like I just got used to doing different things and being independent and traveling. Cause that was one of the other things that those programs did. Mm-hmm. We got to see other cities mm-hmm. and I met, dare I say, my best friend in one of those programs. So that was, I think that was one of my most favorite things growing up. Um, so Brig wants to know, um, what are you surprised about now? Or maybe she wants to know that about me. So I'll just read the question. What is she surprised about now? What fears did you conquer? And what what is she ain't one bit surprised about? Is there anything that you're not at all surprised about, about me? Well, I, I just kind of get very emotional because I always kind of felt in my heart that you were going to be successful. I just wasn't sure how successful. And I think that's partially why I involved you and Larry in so many programs because I wanted you to get a feel for different things and in turn use that to help make decisions about what you wanted to major in. Because if you don't know anything about anything other than going to school and passing a test, then how do you make decisions? Hmm. So I don't know. That's interesting. Because I've heard you say that word decisions a few times during this. And I'm like, I talk about decisions all the time (laughs) with my clients. So I had no idea. Thanks, Ma, for (laughs) being very instrumental in me being an independent one, one making decisions and being more independent about my decisions and not abdicating that responsibility for my decisions to other people. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. No, I definitely wanted you to be able to have a feel for what you like and what you don't like. And that's why when you were sent to those different programs, it was, it was a no brainer. You were not going to quit until the program was finished or over. You know, sometimes parents uh, send their children out to different things and they start complaining, mom, I don't like it. I don't want to go. And they let them drop out. That was not an option for either one of you. And you know that. So oh, yeah. I think that that helps to build character and it helps you learn how to stick to a task, do what you're supposed to do, finish it, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think I got sick at one of those things and I, you like maybe you took me to the doctor or something, but I do remember finishing the program. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, how do you, Tyson wants to know, how do you feel about raising such a successful woman? Do you, are you able to take credit for it all or do you credit other factors? Oh no, I definitely don't take all the credit. I think it takes a lot of different people to help an individual develop the skills and talents that they need to be successful. I think that one of the blessings was going to um, a magnet school 
where you were able to have excellent teachers. I remember camping out some of my friends and I to get you into that school because back in the day, that was the way it went. You know, you stood in the line. So in order to get a position, you had to be there in a timely fashion. So we camped out. There's about three or four of us parents that went out the night before and stayed out there to, you know, make sure that you and Larry got into a magnet school. Well, what exactly, I, I know the name of the school. Well, what exactly is a magnet school, mom? Oh, so I have to say this for, if you're listening and you don't know, my mom is a teacher. So, but what is a magnet school, mom? Magnet schools back then were designed to give students an expertise or exposure to a certain area like the performing arts, um, technology, those types of things where you wouldn't normally get as much intensity in a regular public school. Okay, that makes sense because Thomas Pullen was the magnet school for performing arts. Mm -hmm. And then you wouldn't let me go to Sutton, which was the high school for performing arts. I had to go to the science and tech school because I had already done performing arts. Exactly. We spent a lot of years with piano lessons and all of that. So we wanted to go with the performing arts out of, from that rather, into technology. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think it all, it all pays off. I've done a lot. Yeah, you have. Hmm. Okay. So here's the last question from Kim. She she actually wants us or maybe you to talk about perseverance and stepping out on faith. What do those things mean to you? Perseverance and stepping out on faith simply means don't give up. You know, there are a lot of things that people want to do and along the way they get discouraged and just give up. And that's just not the way it works. You know, you have to stick to it. Sometimes it's painful. It hurts. It makes you cry. You get angry. You get upset. But a lot of times success comes from failure. So it helps to just keep pushing forward on any project. So you know, it's up to the individual or the parents or however they work together to make decisions about those kinds of things. That's why you're involved with the process of selecting some of those programs and schools and things. And then as a parent, you have the final say, meaning I had the final say, but I did my best to try to include you in making those decisions so that you would feel comfortable in the school or program that you go, even when it was about time to go to college. You know, we went to several, you know, for you to kind of see, because you had options that was wonderful that you had worked so hard and and just, you know, excelled academically. So you had those kind of choices that I'm thankful for. Mm -hmm. And so you've made some good ones. Yeah, And, and on that note of decisions, Uh, Kim also wants to know, what are your thoughts about my decision to leave the medical field and pursue my own coaching business? Well, I wasn't really shocked. I knew that one day you would do that. I just didn't know when. Uh, I think that 
because of the type of person you are, you always work hard and you set goals and I listen and I offer suggestions, but ultimately you tend to make up your own mind about what you want to do. So I wasn't shocked. I just didn't know when. Hmm. Good point. So I, I have a question. This will be my last question for you, Ma. So you've watched me from when I got certified at the life coach school and the thought model and coaching and things like that. And sometimes I even coach you. So what's it like having a life coach as a daughter? Well, it has definitely improved my life because our conversations have been very enlightening and helpful in my own personal decision-making and in my own life. You know, um, learning to listen, to be a better listener. That's one of the big things that I've gotten out of our conversations. And just the fact that you're helping other people makes me happy because I love helping people. And I know that that's what you love doing. So I'm just kind of like on the verge of tears sometimes because I'm just so proud of you. So. Oh, thanks, Ma. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. You did great, Ma. Thank you for doing this with me. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening. If you are interested at all in getting some coaching for yourself, you have some blocks or some breakthroughs that you want to create for yourself, go to tawanadenise.com forward slash momentum and let's talk about it. Until next time, friends, 